What's up guys? Welcome to Shane Casters, a pod that tells you what to cast and not to cast. I'm Teacher Sharon of the Pacquiao National Agricultural School, Santa Margarita Annex. I just want to welcome and thank you for joining us today. I am indeed glad that you are with me because this podcast is especially designed for you. Today, we will talk about the different kitchen tools and equipment. What are tools and what are equipment? Are these tools and equipment helpful enough in the preparations of food that we eat? After listening to our podcast episode, you are expected to identify tools and equipment and use these tools and equipment in accordance to their function. should be familiar with the correct utensils, devices, and equipment in the kitchen. It is important to consider several things and not only the price when buying them. The job of cooking requires specific tools, utensils, and equipment for proper and efficient preparation of food. Each piece has been designed to accomplish a specific job in the kitchen. The tools, utensils, and equipment are made of different materials and it's having a certain advantages and disadvantages. The following lists are materials of kitchen utensils and equipment commonly found in the kitchen. Aluminum is the best for all around use. It is the most popular, lightweight, attractive, and less expensive. It requires care to keep it shiny and clean. Much more, it gives even heat distribution no matter what heat temperature you have. It is available in sheet or cast aluminum. Since it is a soft metal, the lighter gauge will dent and scratch easily, making the utensils unusable. Aluminum turns dark when used with alkalis, such as potatoes, beefs, carrots, and other vegetables. Acid vegetables like tomatoes will brighten it. Stainless steel is the most popular material used for tools and equipment, but it's more expensive. It is easier to clean and shine and will not wear out as soon as aluminum. Choose those with copper, aluminum, or laminated steel bottoms to spread heat and keep the pot from getting heat dark spots. Stainless steels. Stainless steels is the most popular materials used for tools and equipment. Stainless steels utensils may be brought in many gates from light to heavy. Glass is good for baking but not practical on top or surface cooking. Great care is needed to make sure for long shelf life. Cast iron is sturdy but must be kept seasoned to avoid rust. Salad oil with no salt or shortening can be rubbed inside and out dry. Wash with soap, not detergent, before using. Ceramic and heat-proof glass is used especially for baking dishes, 
casseroles, and measuring cups. Glass and ceramic conduct the heat slowly and evenly. Many of these baking dishes are decorated and can go from stove or oven to the dining table. Teflon is a special coating applied to the inside of some aluminum or steel pots and pans. It helps food from not sticking to the pan. It is easier to wash and clean. However, take care not to scratch the Teflon coating with a sharp instrument such as knife or fork. Use wood or plastic spatula to turn or mix food inside. Plastic and hard rubbers are used for cutting and chopping boards, tabletops, bowls, trays, garbage pails, and canisters. They are much less dulling to knives than metal and more sanitary than wood. Plastics are greatly durable and cheap but may not last long. There are a lot of cooking utensils list that every kitchen needs. And these are the following. Commonly used measuring tools in the home or in commercial kitchens include the following. Measuring cup for dry ingredients. So what is a measuring cup? It is used to measure solids and any dry ingredients such as flour, fats and sugar. It is commonly made of aluminum or stainless materials. Sizes range from 1, 1 fourth, and 1 half and 3 fourth to 1 gallon. So there are cups made of plastics and come in different colors but could only be used for cold ingredients. They could warp using inaccurate measure. Measuring cup for liquid ingredients. Another tool that is commonly made up of heat proof glass and transparent so that the liquid can be seen. Quantity of measure of liquid ingredients is different in a dry measuring cup. Another is a portion scales. It is used to weigh serving portions from one ounce to one pound. Scoops are dippers. So what are these? It is used to measure serving of soft foods such as fillings, ice cream, and mashed potato. Spoons, which comes in different variety of size, shapes, materials, and colors. So these are used to measure smaller quantities of ingredients called for in the recipe like one tablespoon of butter or a tablespoon of salt. Household scales are used to weigh large quantity of ingredients in kilos, commonly in rice, flour, sugar, legumes or vegetables, and meat up to 25 pounds. Another one is a pasta spoon. It is used to transfer a little so much or much cooked pasta to a waiting plate without a mess. Pasta spoons are best used with spaghetti style or another long pasta noodles. You can use a large slotted serving spoon for short pastas. Next is we have the potato masher. It is used for mashing cooked potatoes, turnips, carrots, or other soft cooked vegetables. Another tool for the kitchen is we have the rotary egg beater. It is used for beating a small amount of eggs or butter. The beater should be made of a stainless steel and a gear driven for ease in rotating. Next, we have the scraper. It is a rubber or silicone tools to blend or scrape the food from the bowl. 
metal, silicone, or plastic egg turners or flippers. Next one is we have the seafood serving tools, which makes the task of cleaning the seafood and removing the shell much easier. For cooking seafood, utensils will vary depending on what you are cooking. Serving spoons. It is a utensil consisting of a small shallow bowl on a handle used in preparing, serving, or eating a food. Serving tongs. This enables you to more easily grab and transfer larger food items, poultry, or meat portions to a serving platter. Sometimes this is called the food tongue. Next one is we have the soup ladle. It is used for saving, serving soup or stews but can also be used for gravy, dessert sauces, or other foods. A soup ladle also works well to remove or skim off fat from soups and stews. There are many kinds of knives. So what are those which are specialized in different use? One is we have the butcher's knife. It is used to section raw meat, poultry, and fish. It can be used as a clever to separate small joints or to cut bones. Butcher knives are made with a heavy blade with a saber or flat grind. Another one is we have the French knife. It is used to chop, dice, or mince food. Heavy knives have a saber or flat grind. Another one is we have the roast beef slicer. So this is used to slice roast, hams, and thick solid cuts of meat. Next kind of knife is we have the boning knife. This is used to fillet fish and to remove raw meat from the bone. Another is we have the fruit and salad knife. It is used to separate or rather to prepare salad greens, vegetables, and fruits. Next one is we have the spatula. This is used to level off ingredients when measuring and to spread tasting and sandwich fillings. Next is we have the citrus knife. It is used to section citrus fruits. The blade has two-sided serrated edges. Next one is we have the paring knife. So this is used to core, peel, and section fruits and vegetables. Blades are short, concave with hollow ground. So those are the different kinds of a knife. So usually we are using this French knife in our kitchen. And uh, in general, the use of knife is we have them for slicing, for dicing, for sectioning portions of food, for cutting uh, food, for slicing bread, for dicing, for mincing. So there are a lot use of a knife. So if you are going to use knife, be sure that you are going to use the accurate knife for the food or the raw materials that you are going to cut or slice or dice. So next kitchen tool is we have the spoons. The spoons are solid slatted or perforated. Perforated. It is made of stainless steel or plastic. The solid ones are used to spoon liquids over foods and to lift foods, including the liquid out of the pot. Next is we have the temperature scales. So from the word temperature, so this is used to measure the heat intensity on a food. 
Next one is we have the two tine fork. So this is used to hold meats while slicing and to turn. So browning or cooking made of stainless steel and with a heat proof handle. Next is we have the vegetable peeler. So this is used to scrape vegetables such as carrots and potatoes and peel fruits. And the best ones are made of stainless steel with sharp double blade that swivels. Next kitchen tool is we have the whisk for blending. So what's this? So this is used in mixing for whipping eggs or butter and for blending gravies, sauces, and soups. The beaters are made of loop steel plate piano wires which are twisted together to form the handle. Next one is we have the wooden spoon. So I know you know already what is a wooden spoon. And you must have this in your kitchen. Continue to be kitchen essentials because of their usefulness for use or for creaming, stirring and mixing. So that is the use of the wooden spoon. And they should be made of a hard wood. In order to widen your knowledge on the use of kitchen tools and equipment, you may download or watch videos on YouTube on how to use the different kitchen tools and equipment. For your activity, make a list of the different kitchen tools that are available in your kitchen. Have you experienced using those available tools? Well, you have to answer these questions. And what do you do in the absence of the tool that you need in certain activity? Using the appropriate tool in any specific activity makes our work easier and quality assured. So you need to use any kitchen tools according to its use or function. Did you get my point class? But in the absence of any tool like for example the measuring spoons, you can make use of the table spoons in measuring as your alternative tool. You just need to know on how to divide the measurements. That ends our discussion for today. I'm Teacher Shane Zerano, your podcaster. And don't forget to share this episode. Plus, of course, leave your comments below. You might as well message me via my messenger with my name Sharon M. Serrano or my mobile number 0927-9882994 for TM and Globe subscribers. Be with us again in the next podcast episode. Continue streaming my podcast titled Shane Caster in your Spotify. Thank you and bye.